family, and friends, welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week, we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Let me give a special shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, as well as Sheldon Boyce, our assistant producer, who's actually producing this very episode. All that's good about this podcast is because of them, and I own everything else, but I appreciate so much the hard work they put into making sure these podcasts come out each and every Friday. I also appreciate those of you who are not just listening to the podcast, I appreciate that as well. I don't take that lightly, but also you who are starting to share this podcast with others because you see benefit in it and you see how it could benefit those around you. If you want to learn more about this podcast or anything Crosswinds Church related, head on over to our website at crosswinds.church. Well, I'm excited. Uh, summer is sort of a, a crazy time uh, where we're in and out and every place is sort of uh, becomes, a, becomes a destination time for us as we head places and as weather's good, maybe we didn't have plans, we make plans. Well, here we are getting ready to kick off the school year where we talk about routine and all those type of things. Um, but I have with us um, Pastor uh, Karen Busby, who's uh, overseas, uh, who's the leader of our uh, caring ministries, uh, comes alongside those who are leading those ministries as a coach and as a pastor and as a friend. And, and so, you know, before we start jumping into what caring ministries looks like at Crosswinds um, for the upcoming year, I, I keep having to say as an old student pastor, my year goes from, sever- from September 1 to the end of August, not January 1 to the end of, end of December. And so as we sort of kick off this fall season, if you will, um, this uh, fall launch period. So explain a little bit for those who may be new to the term, because every ministry at Crosswinds, we hope, cares, right? I, I really hope so. Yeah, I really <laughs> hope so. But when we talk about caring ministry, what are we talking about with the caring ministries here? So I think of um, especially, you know, not just our older population, but especially our older population, um, people who can't get out of their homes, who maybe watch online, but their only way to, to visit with us is if someone goes to them. Um, so I think about that, or I think about people who have surgery or have accidents and are in the hospital and, and things where we can go and pray with them and spend time with them. Um, I think about that. I think of our divorce care and our grief share ministries um, and how they help different people through different things. And those are all different types of caring ministry. Our Barnabas ministry, who um, writes to people who are either um, sick or going through a long-term illness or homebound again, and they just need encouragement. All of those fall under the caring ministry umbrella. Yeah, we really believe here at Crosswinds that we're a family, right? Yes, that, that we're part of God's forever family. And we just don't want anyone to, to so to speak, fall between the cracks, right? And the reality of it is we care so much um, that when we were praying about how to make sure that didn't happen, um, we brought you on staff specifically for this. You had been serving, yeah. uh, but brought you on uh, to be able to help us make sure that we're we're caring for those who are caring for people, that we're mm-hmm. setting up teams to care for people, that, that people are cared for. Um, we, we really, we're here for each other. I mean, that's, that's what we're here. We're here to glorify God. We're here for him first and foremost, but the way that he says to his church that, that, that he wants us to be there for him is to be there for each other. They'll know you're Christians by your love for one another. And I think it's interesting because as a church, we're very outward focused Mm -hmm. and we should be. I mean, you know, when Christ gave the great commission, 
It was go make disciples, go and do that. But it's so easy to be so outward focused that we forget that we're that one of our greatest witnesses is the way we care for one another. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that that has been a huge burden on my heart, even um, you know, for years, is just wanting people to feel seen. And um, on a Sunday morning, that's one of my one of my favorite pieces to Sunday morning gatherings is being able to call people by name and and for them to notice that they're seen and and that I see them and I want to engage with them and if they're not here that that's noticed too and um that to me is is part of caring ministry too is just getting to know the people who come in every Sunday morning and um walking through you know the ministry center before church starts or standing out in the foyer after and just being able to um be in conversations with people because we don't know what's going on if we're not there and, yeah. and able to have those those conversations. Yeah, I often say, you know, no one is going to know everyone, but everyone Absolutely. should be known by someone. Yes. And, you know, and, and you had mentioned what uh, the older term would have been uh, shut-ins, right? Yes. Those who are incapable of being able to come onto this campus. And so that can mean a lot of things. And it, it could mean maybe a permanent shut-in, right, where because of their situation that they're probably maybe will never step foot on the campus again. It can be somebody who's uh, what I'd call a temporary shut-in, right, mm-hmm. where because of maybe an illness or whatever, um, they're not able to come to campus for an extended period of time. Um, they matter. And, and yes. when we look at um, – the only reason we look at numbers – is because they represent people. And, and so it's not like, hey, come so we have numbers. We care about people. And so those who aren't able to come to our campus, you know, I want them to hear if they pick up this podcast, you matter to us. Yes, absolutely. Like, you matter to us. And, and you know, there's times where I know, uh, you know, I've been grafted in this congregation now for over nine years. So I'm part of this church family for over nine years. And I know even under my leadership as lead pastor over the past nine years, people have fallen between the cracks. People have. And, and we apologize for that. Well, we understand we're not perfect, but we are trying to be better. Yeah. And, and so as we look at, you know, heading into the fall, what, what ways are we trying to be better? What ways are we trying to engage? people and, and whether they be a part of a, a divorce care or they find themselves in a shut-in situation, I'll let you, I'm going to stop yapping and let you talk for a little bit about that. Well, one of the things um, that I want to make abundantly clear too is that I have no intention of being able to do it all. And that's not how it should be either. Um, but I'm going to work really hard to develop teams of people who are already, you know, coming and talking to me who are so excited to go and to love on people, whether it be in the hospital or in the homes um, for those visits. Um, And so really working on making sure that we have a team of people who are ready at a moment's notice to go. And if there's an, you know, if there's an emergency and someone's in the hospital, someone can get there and and pray with that person. Um, We don't take that for granted. And we want to make sure that we, the team is robust and um, well, uh, prepared to do those things as time goes on. Um, I have to jump in here for a minute because, yeah. you know, sometimes um, the way that church has operated, not crosswinds, but church in our country, is that the pastor does everything. Mm-hmm. And so the unfortunate reality of that is when a pastor is doing everything, they're doing everything but being what a pastor is. Yeah. Because then a pastor is an equipper of the people to do the work of the ministry. It doesn't mean the pastor doesn't do ministry, but his, his or her particular call is to unleash 
that that the ministers of the church. Absolutely. And so, you know, when people say to me, you know, how many ministers do you have at the church? A lot of times they mean how many pastors, right? And I say, you know, well, whoever sh- whoever shows up, right? We have yeah. hundreds of ministers. And what you're talking about really excites me because, you know, sometimes people will say, well, the church didn't show up. And then I'll talk to them and realize, well, several people from the church showed up, but they may be thinking of a particular pastor they're hoping yeah. were there or whatever. And the reality of it is there are people so gifted in this area that we want to unleash them to be a part of this so that people don't fall between the cracks. They have people who love and care and and are a part of our church body who are ministers of the gospel who go and, and share that. I'm reminded of Stephen, who was the first martyr in the New Testament, uh, gives his life. And he gives his life because he's sharing Christ. But he's not an apostle. You know, by definition, uh, he's probably not a part of the apest. He, he's not a prophet, as far as we know. Uh, he's not given the task of evangelism. He's sort of uh, a trustee, yeah. uh, an individual who's just making sure that people are getting the food they need, um, who are who are in need for food, right? And yet he he is a minister of the gospel. He, he he actually is the first martyr because he's sharing the gospel in these things. And so, from the most extroverted, introverted person, God has gifted them. Mm-hmm. And this idea of caring for one another, especially those who have these caring, mercy, compassion gifts. Um, wow, to be able to be unleashed, to use it, to pour into other people's lives. Not only those who are receiving that ministered by it, but as I find when I minister within my giftedness, I'm just as blessed, if not more so, by being able to use those gifts for for God's glory and the benefit of others. And it's been so exciting to me. You know, week after week, people are coming up to me and saying, hey, I want to get involved in this. How can I get involved in this? A whole small group wants to get involved and, and be able to be a part of the visitation team or, you know, start writing notes for Barnabas. They're, an entire small group has volunteered to step up for that. And so um, that piece has been really exciting to me because they want to be unleashed. And yeah. I think the the really important thing for me is, you know, we're kind of re- relaunching this and for it to be successful, that's how it has to be. Yes. You know, and just as you said, like, I can't make every, I can't go and see everybody, Um especially with a daytime job of, of teaching school. But um, I want to make sure that anybody who wants a visit is able to be visited by someone. Yes. And, um, and you know, the, the important piece is we'll do as much as we can with what we know. And so hoping that, you know, if you're listening or um, if you're in need yourself, that you let us know so that we can make sure that that happens. And that's a big deal, right? Because I, I have found, you know, I've been doing this now for over 31 years as a pastor, right? A, a vocational pastor, if you will. And, and one of the misnomers is we know. Right. You know, and I hear people say, you know, I was, in, I was in the hospital or I went through this and no one no one reached out to me. And I said, did you tell anyone? Well, no. Yeah, and, you only know, as good as the information you Yeah, have. <laughs> it sort of reminds me of when I'm sitting across from a couple in marriage counseling, they say, well, they should just know. Well, they don't because you haven't told them. You know, They should know how to care for me. Well, they, you haven't told them. And, and as a church family, it's this is important that we know mm-hmm. um, and that someone lets us know. And so that, that, that's, that's important. You know, If you want privacy, we'll respect that. Um, but but if, if you want us to be able to care for you, and we do want to do that, 
then we, we need to know that. And, and I love the fact that, um, Karen, you help us as a pastoral team, too, be more effective in that because you, you're, you're closer to hearing those things than some of us are. And, and there's been times where you've brought up on Tuesday mornings, we pray over the church as part of what we do as a, as a weekly gathering as, as, as church leaders here. And you, you'll say, you know, where you can, we don't want to break any type of confidentiality, right. but that's a confidential group anyway. You know, hey, here's somebody who you may not know this is going on. Would you pray for them? Here, here. And we do. We faithfully, every Tuesday, pray over our church family, very specifically if we have those names to do that. Yeah. Um, we send out cards because you help us do that, you know, and say, hey, you know, here's something that's going on in someone's life. They may need some encouragement, and we as a team will sign them, and Becky and Jenny help us do that. And so it's interesting when you think of just the reciprocity of just those who are being reached with caring ministry, those who are part of caring ministry, those in caring ministry who help us who are in church leadership, um, have things on our radar, but wouldn't be on our radar. It, it's a big task, but, but it's a blessing to all of us, yeah. the work you're doing. Yeah. And you're caring for the carers. Yeah, and that's and that's what I really want to do, and, and, and to, equi- to help them feel unleashed, you know, that they've been equipped and that they can go out and use those gifts that God has given them because, you know, they have a passion in their heart or they wouldn't be knocking down the door to try and, and, and go out and do it. And so... Um, I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about the ability to, um, you know, to help us as a staff, to help us as the visitation team or whoever to continually be focused on praying for the people in our body, because I think um, that's not something I take lightly. And I don't think it's taken lightly. If someone tells me that they're praying for me, it's not something I take lightly. And so I want to make sure that people know that we want to do that. And when we say we're going to pray for you, it's not just a few of us, it's an army of yeah. people that are going to rally around them in prayer. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. You know, when I, I've had the privilege over the past, uh, well, now a few decades, uh, of actually coaching other pastors at our churches, and, and they, uh, a lot of them talk about outreach, and outreach is so important. It's crucial. Again, we're called to go. Um, but the inreach is important, too. And how I differenti- differentiate the two is outreach is sort of those who are reaching that are outside the those who attend our campus. Mm-hmm. That's an outreach, right? If it's someone who's not a part of our campus, we're reaching out to them. Inreach is, is equally as important um, because, again, Christ said, they'll know you're my followers by your love for one another. In fact, hey, Christ even goes as far as to say your love for one another will help somehow them understand why I came, uh, which is a mystery to me to a certain extent, except for the fact that it's so countercultural to see such love in, in a community of people that are made of diverse people. But that that inreach is people who are a part of our campus, whether it be online campus or actually the physical campus. And and how can we how can we care for one another? How can we reach out to one another? How can we meet people where they're at and help them take their next step? And and sometimes that's that's getting really creative with people who are in uh, in ministries. For instance, you know our divorce care. You know. Um, those who are dealing with 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 some serious um, hurts that need healing, you know, and and the various ministries that we offer in those areas, we don't offer like a hundred ministries. We're, we're, we don't we don't believe that that the key to engagement isn't offering more; right. it's offering the right stuff mm-hmm. and, and letting people choose what helps them. But those ministries we offer, then number one, um, we see as vital for the health of the church and the person. And, and secondly, you know, they're there because we care for those leaders. Right. And so I appreciate you caring for the carers, as I say again. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be, um, it's it's going to look a little different than it has in the past. And some of them, you know, I'm not coming in and wanting to change what they already do. 
I just want to love them and equip them to do what they already do and to make sure that they know that they are supported and prayed for in those roles and um, so that they can continue to love on people in the ministries that they already, you know, that they already have and that they can continue to serve God in that way. Um, and I just hope that it excites them to, to feel that as well. So. Well, you've already covered some of this, but, but two groups of people, okay? Um, those who need cared for, those who are interested in caring for others. Um, now, by the way, I hope that's all of us on the broader <laughs> sense, but we're talking now in the in the realm of caring ministry, you know, whether it be visitation or writing, you know, right. so so we're talking specifically here. Like I say, every ministry of Crosswinds better be caring for people. And we should uh, all be caring for people, yes. but not everyone's called yes, to go yes, out. <laughs> yes, yes. It, you know, it's like, you know, if a table needs to be moved, yes. you know, I often say, I don't know if I have the gift of moving a table, but if that table needs to be moved, I can move it, yes. right? I, I can do that. <laughs> and so, yeah, I agree with that. It's like sharing our faith, right? Some people have the gifts of evangelism, but that doesn't mean it's not my gifts. I'm not doing it. Right. I need to share the love and message of Christ. So we're talking, I'm talking specifically of those who, you know, need care, as well as those who really feel a call and gifting to say, I want to be a part of a caring ministry like this. You choose which order you want to go, but what would you say to each of those individuals? You know, if, if um, to the people who desire to care for others, I, I want to hear from them and I want to get them plugged in because there is definitely a place for them. Um, you know, even someone who I consider a partial shut-in at this point who doesn't get out a ton and isn't able to come to church in this season of her life, she wants to write. And so she can do that from her home. And so she can serve and love on people even from her home. So everybody can serve if that's a desire in their heart um, in this in this way. Um, not everybody has to go and visit phone calls. There's a whole list of people that I have that I would love to have um, someone check in with them with a phone call, you know, every week or every other week. You can be anywhere and call someone on the phone. Um, and then there's the people who are, you know, I will go, whether that be um, here in, you know, one of our area hospitals or in Rochester or at a home, people who will go visit. If you're able to do any of that, I want to I get you plugged in um, because there's a space for you. Um, and you can be as active yep. as your schedule allows. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it could be one phone call a week. It could be many notes a week. Absolutely. You know? I heard this, this, this will date me for sure. Uh, but years ago, I heard of a lady who was part of a church who was a prayer warrior and she became a shut in, right? Mm -hmm. So she's, she's not able to go to, to church on the weekend. So it, it closed up some of her opportunity uh, to, to get some of those prayer requests. Now, this was before, this is what dates me, before they could be a part of a prayer team and, you know, get those requests really quickly um, via the internet or whatever. Um, and so she was praying about what to do, and it was back when phone books were really big. And she literally, uh, this lady apparently, uh, just started going through the phone books, starting with the first uh, household with A, and would call on her free time, which was a lot at this point in her life, and would just simply say, my name is so-and-so, and, -so, and um, I, I I like praying for people. Is there anything I can pray about? First of all, sort of a freaky call if you're not That's ready for it. That's commitment, though. That's commitment. But, but she literally just worked her way through the phone book. And and I thought now there there's a person who has a, has not just a gift of praying but caring. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're not saying you need to call people randomly. We're saying there's people who really 
uh, would welcome such a call. Yeah. But it's waiting for individuals who are willing to make that call. There are people who would love to get a note. We're just waiting for people who would be willing to do that note. Absolutely. And uh, or visit, right? Absolutely. And uh, like I said, you know, maybe you say I can do one visit a week or one visit every other week or one visit a month. Absolutely. There's we a place for you. Take it all. Yeah, there's a place for you. Um, what about the person who's sort of sitting there and needs some caring? We want to know, you know, call the church office, talk to Jenny, talk to Becky. They'll get in touch with me, email me. Um, someone will come if you let us know. And again, we only are as good as the information that we have. And so maybe it's not you, but you know of someone from our church body that needs encouragement, um, be it a phone call, a card, or a visit. Let us know because we do take it seriously and we want we want to follow up. Or if it's just a prayer request at this point, not just a prayer request. I shouldn't say it that way. But if it's a prayer request, we want to take that seriously yeah. too. Um, power, and you can do that online. You, yes. know, you can actually do a prayer request online. And I'd encourage you, just because you sold, told someone at the church doesn't mean that it got to where it needs to go. Absolutely. And so, you know, I would encourage you to either get in touch with Karen uh, she her her uh, emails right on the the web page. If you're here on the weekend, I would encourage you to go up to you know our our information mm-hmm. uh, stationery across from the coffee shop or the one up in the children's ministry. If you know Karen, you can obviously go over to her. Um, call the church office. Speak to either Becky or Jenny. Send an email to the church office. Yeah, there's um, so many ways to contact us. But they're and- the probably the most. Direct ways so it gets to the right people yes. who can get it to the right people. Yep. Um, it, it, it's really easy to think, and, and I'm just I'm guilty of this too. Someone coming up to me on a Sunday and I pray with them, and then they think, okay, they know, I know, and at the end of a Sunday, I'm just going to say my limitation of brain power. That being transferred to somebody who needs to get that information, a lot of times I'll say to someone, "Hey, would you let would you let them know over at you know uh, Crosswind Central, you know, that's their information hub, you know, would you let them know so that they can actually take down that information?" Because uh, to be honest with you, there's a lot of people I talk to on the weekend, right? And some people have an amazing brain power to remember all that. I'm not one of them, and so connect with. Make sure you're connecting with the right person to make sure that uh, what you're and and if we drop the ball please show us some grace yeah you know just show us some grace and say hey i I gave my name and no one okay well now we have your name trust us we will follow up on that yeah absolutely and and if for some reason we don't get in touch with us again and and let us know because we can only do as as good as we can in terms of information and um we desire to be there to pray and to help and to to visit and all of those things, and um, we're excited to do it. So. If we have a system in place that isn't working, we want to fix it. Absolutely, And you're yes. the best way yes. to help us know that. Yep. You know? And so I, I appreciate that. Karen, help me out here. As we sort of wrap up this, and I'm so excited about your leadership, uh, what you've already brought uh, to this position uh, it has been great. Um, as, as you know, as we move forward, it's only going to get better. Uh, so thank you so much for that and your team. You're developing, you're growing, you're yeah. vibrant team. Um, but last word, if, if, just to wrap up the podcast, um, what would you say? Caring ministry, you're the pastor leading this thing. What would you, what would your be your last words to our listeners? Uh, I, I don't even know. That's such a, such a there's so many things that I would love to say. Um, 
I think just really that I have a heart for people and I'm so excited um, to see God move in our church body through caring ministry and um, some of these things that we're uh, relaunching and um, I'm excited to see what he does this year and uh, through it and through the people who are involved and through the people we care for. I think that it's going to be a really exciting, exciting opportunity. Yeah, I just want to say thank you again for your leadership. Uh, thank you for for the many who have been a part of Caring Ministries at Crosswinds um, for many, many years. Yeah. Um, those who lead, uh, Lona, for instance, are for divorce care, who uh, many, many people over the past uh, few months even have come up to me and have talked about what a, what a difference that ministry is making in our life. I think if I'm going to start making names, I'm going to leave people out. So I got to watch myself. Denise, I, I can go down the road yeah. of just people who are pouring into people, our small group leaders. Yeah. who, by the way, are some of our most effective caregivers and the best resource for us to get information back uh, for how we can care for one another. And, and so just a whole list. Like I said, I'm going to start naming people because I'm going to leave everybody out. So just let me say this. It, it, those of you involved, thank you so much. And for those part of our church family, we do love you. And you may feel like you uh, are not noticed, but you are. Are you noticed by everyone? Probably not, but you're noticed by somebody. And uh, and and I'm amazed at people when I haven't seen them for a while, and I say to them, hey, I missed you, how amazed they are. Yeah. Um, by the way, most of you who come on the campus, you sit in the same place almost every week. <laughs> and as the primary speaker, not the only one, there's six or seven of us on the teaching team, but I get used to seeing you where you sit. And so if you move to the other place, I may think you're not here. <laughs> and that happens sometimes. But 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 I do start to notice. And if I don't know a name, I know a face. Mm-hmm. And so um, so you, you, you are valued. And again, not because you're a number. Um, you know, the, that, that's not what it's about. It's because you're a person. The, the number represents a person. We don't want the person simply to be a number. And so, Karen, again, thank you so much for what you're bringing to the table. I am so excited about what God has in store for Caring Ministries here at Crosswinds. And uh, if there's any way we can help you, um, guess what? You can get a hold of us. Go to crosswinds.church. Uh, you can find out more about this podcast. You can find more about Caring Ministries. You can find about all things Crosswinds at crosswinds.church. And yes, you can communicate with us. There's places there for prayer requests. There's places there where you can directly send something to the office. You can call. The numbers are all there. But if, if it's easier for you just to send an email, you can do that as well. I hope you join me next week as we continue our, our podcast journey together. I, I, I do not take for granted the time that you put into listening to this podcast. Many of you have talked about what an encouragement it's been to you. Thank you so much. For those who are sharing this podcast with others, that means a lot. Uh, we don't do this for us. We do this for you. Uh, but you help us make value out of what we're doing. For now, as always, be blessed and bless others. Bless others.